Sitting down on a park bench in the middle of a run-down dining room is a girl with dirty hair twiddling her thumbs while she softly rocks back and forth in her pinkish-brownish tank top that hasn't been washed since she got it her junior year. Her mind races against itself on an invisible track with no finish line, worrying that wouldn't change the fact that she was pregnant and it was too late for an abortion. Who was the father? How did this happen? Will this kid be a buzzkill or a cool hang? God, I hope it's a cool hang, she thinks. Fuck you say, whore. N nothing, Stephen. I, I was just thinking out loud. Bullshit. You ain't had a thought a goddamn day in your life, whore. You'd have to have a fucking brain to have a thought. Stupid slut. Must be that demon inside your cunt you're hearing think. She lowers her head. Y yes Stephen. Just then the doorbell rings. She hurries up off the bench to answer it. Hello, ma'am. May I please speak to the property owner? Yes, of course. Right this way. He follows her into the crack house. Lovely place you have here. It is absolutely perfect for manufacturing and distributing narcotics. Yeah, it's my pride and joy. Too bad this cum dumpster had to go and fuck everything up by getting pregnant. S sorry, Daddy. Oh, come here, baby. You know I just like to tease you. Big Dick Tony still loves you, he says while air humping, causing his 13-inch soft cock to swing from the front of his cloth shorts to the back repeatedly. The guest pitched a tent. Oh, hell, Darlene, get out them two big fat cow udders and pour this man some milk while he waits for his meth. She smiles, a cheesy smile, so full that the wrinkles her mouth created covered up the beauty mark on her cheek just below her left eye. Nothing made her happier than strangers enjoying her Award-winning in four counties, breast milk. And God, she needed something to lift her spirits today. She went to the kitchen for a smoke and to grab some mason jars for the milking. See, the secret to her highly coveted breast milk was the organic, non-GMO, pesticide, herbicide, and fungicide-free, full-flavor, no-filter cigarettes she would smoke while milking. They really relaxed the nipples. She starts milking away. Milk gushes out of her garden hose-like nipples as if someone was pouring from a gallon jug. She instantly fills a dozen mason jars, and then Stephen comes over to clean her up. With his mouth, he slurps up every last drop from those Pizza Hut Book It Personal Pizza-sized areolas. Here you go, mister. He hands him a jar. Hey, I never did catch your name. Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Barnabas F. Geraldo, and I must say that this milk is absolutely divine. Could I trouble you for some more? They hand him a crate with all eleven jars and tell them they are his. Thank you so much again. I am truly amazed by the quality of this milk. Now may I ask if the meth is ready? Yeah, I'll go get it right now, he scurries into the basement.
Okay, Darlene, listen carefully. We have to leave right now. Some bad men are coming to take out your husband, and I can't let you get mixed up in this. My queen has ordered me to protect you and the unborn prince inside of you. You've been chosen, Darlene. Chosen for something special. Okay. Fuck Stephen. I've always known I was special, and he's been holding me back. Barnabas then instantly teleports them from the house. Stephen comes upstairs and figures they've left. He suspected it from the beginning, but knew Darlene wasn't safe with him anymore. See, Darlene was the daughter of the woman he killed all those years ago, and he knew she was special. He protected her in his own fucked-up way, but unfortunately, the trauma of his past has turned him into the deranged and abusive drug addict that he is today. He regrets everything as the bullet tears through his chest. Four more bullets rip him apart, and he falls to the ground. Big Dick Tony is no more, and Darlene is safe for now. Yeah, so uh, that was uh, part two to the two large bags of sauerkraut saga um for those who have been patiently waiting for the second uh story you finally got it here it is i guess i should be putting this at the beginning of the uh episode or whatever but oh well i uh was just very anxious to record it my sinuses are not great so I'm sure the recording is not great. Um, however, I don't care. I just kind of needed to record this and put it out uh, for some reason. I was just like, nope, this has got to go. It's got to go today. People need to hear this over their Easter holiday. They need to show their family. Maybe don't show your family unless you got fucked up, you know, relatives. And uh, if you do, make sure you... They listen to the first installment uh, first. Otherwise, I don't know how much sense the second one will make. Not that it will make sense either way. Um, in fact, they may just question who you interact with. You're like, you're friends with this fucking lunatic? Good grief. Uh, they let this guy put stuff on the internet? You know what? Maybe we should have a little bit more censorship. Am I right? Let's get this guy behind bars, you know. Um, if you have those kind of relatives, maybe don't, maybe don't show them. You know, maybe they don't need to. They don't need to know about the ranting in Ohio podcast. Uh, Caleb Banky doesn't need to exist. Okay. Uh, you know, we try to keep it low key. Try to keep it low key. You know, when you're talking about um, milking adult women's. Uh, breasts and and drinking their milk out of jars. It's not very wholesome content, though it is funny. Uh, it is very funny, I think. Maybe it isn't. You tell me. Uh, hopefully you guys like it. I know when I did a live sort of, I don't know, reading slash theatrical performance of it, 
this past Christmas at the Dempsey Christmas party. Shouts out, Derek and Jill, Livy, Chloe. If you're listening, love you guys. But anyways, uh, it seemed to do well there. And the first episode seemed to do well there as well. And there were a lot of fairly normal, well-adjusted adults. So can't be too bad. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, yeah, this isn't like a full episode. Uh, I just wanted to do that recording and then maybe talk a little bit if I could think of anything to talk about. But I don't really know what to talk about. I'm going to go through. I'm getting some snaps right now. Uh, today, tonight, I have Jello Shots for Jesus. It is Good Friday. While in, at the time of this recording, it's Good Friday. So I'm going to have the nice sacrilegious uh, Jello Shots for Jesus. Um, where we're going to do a bunch of jello shots and listen to good music. Oh, no, shush. No, no, Facebook, be quiet. Um, talk about our feelings. Maybe cry. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Do a little, do a little uh, tear shedding. Hopefully. I love a good cry with some friends. You know, maybe we kiss the homies. All right. Not just good night. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's not gay to kiss the homies. Uh, if it's gay to kiss the homies, consider me uh, a gay guy. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, happy Easter. Don't kill yourselves. You're not Jesus. You won't come back. <laughs> 